Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Whiskey, Grits, and Honey. I'm Corey, and today we're hanging out with my buddy Ben. Ben is a writer, he's a musician, and he's just an expert in all things food and bourbon and music. So today he's going to talk to us a little bit about that, and he's also going to give us a review of the Jason Isbell album that just came out. So to kick things off, I've got some icebreaker questions for you. If you could see any three people in concert, who would it be, and describe your perfect meal? Uh, two great questions. Um, I think for the first artist I would probably pick, I would have to I'd have to say Paul McCartney. Um, you know, growing up listening to the Beatles and, um, you know, I bought my first album ever, which was Abbey Road. I had some albums, like, given to me in the past, you know? Yeah. Um, but the first album that I ever actually bought with my own money from Cutting Grass was the Beatles' Abbey Road mm-hmm. um, at Waterloo in Danville off Westover, which if some of you might be a little bit younger than me. You may not remember Waterloo, but it was probably the coolest music store, or one of the coolest music stores I've been to, like in the area. Um, Bring back Waterloo 2020. Yep. Or your own. I guess so. This is, what, this is what you do. Um, Just yeah. touch things in. Yeah, I'm going to rely on you for this one. Um, and then number two, oh man. Um, I've been lucky enough to see a lot of artists that I've really wanted to see over the last couple of years. Um, Maybe uh, this isn't this is an odd one, but I think it would be a fun show. I would really like to see MGMT. Yes, I like, feel like they. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I hear their shows are really kind of mm. trippy and and there's a lot yeah. of cool lighting effects and stuff. Yeah. I got to see Tame Impala last summer, and their their stage production was like immaculate. Back and when they, concerts were legal. <laughs> right now, now who knows when we'll ever get to go back. Oh, when, we, when we do, like, wait a minute, before I keep, keep going, have you read that uh, article Dave Grohl wrote? Yes, I saw where you shared it's it. It's really good. It is, like, yeah. It, it conveys those emotions well, and I know a lot yeah. of people who have been concert goers oh, God. that are like feeling that right now. And when I, he was I, describing I the 4th of July, I was like, I, God, this is rough. Oh, dude, dude, I know. And I've been wanting to see the Foo Fighters, too. I was yeah. actually planning on going this year yeah. and seeing them for the first time. Oh, my God. Okay, there's my number three Foo Fighters. All right, there so, nice. Um, yeah, I... I I love the Foo Fighters. Yeah, um, they uh, Dave Grohl is like the dad of rock music. Oh yeah, like you know, you know, like you have you like make personalities out of people you know that you know and stuff. It's like yeah, Dave Grohl's like the nice guy dad of like rock yeah, music, you know, for sure. Whereas like New Balance is great. <laughs> yeah, music, you know? tells dad jokes. Yeah, tells dad jokes. <laughs> oh yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I, I would say Paul McCartney, MGMT, and uh, Foo Fighters. Cool. And then a perfect meal. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, perfect meal. I mean, there's so many things I like. I'm a foodie. <laughs> so you're asking, this is like asking, like, this is like a hard question. I know. Um, <laughs> it can be across, like, different types of food, too. I don't know, man. I, you know, really, honestly, like... <sighs> it's National Barbecue Day, if, it, uh, if that helps. Oh, anyway. yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> so, honestly, my perfect meal. Okay. So, if you could... I would, I would love to like slow cook like brisket. Ooh. That's probably that's probably one of my I am southern Texas through style. through oh, same. when it yeah. comes to food. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so like yeah, I mean it's it's if you've ever had good brisket, like really good brisket, yeah. you know exactly what I mean. Yeah. But if you haven't, first off go do that. Yeah. But second off, yeah, you you know, like if it's tender, falls off the fork. Oh man! You smokes can, for hours. Smokes for hours. Yeah. You can smoke it for twenty four hours, maybe. I don't Ooh, know. Yeah. Um, but 
Uh, yeah, there's there's barbecue and brisket and things like that. But the possibilities are endless. Like gotcha. Put some mac and cheese on there, you know. Gotta have mac and cheese. Yeah. Nice. All right, so tell us a little about yourself, like where you're from, what you do, how you got into music and food. So, how I got into food, I was born. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, um, so I'm from Danville, uh, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Uh, lived here for most of my life, with the exception of parts of college. Mm-hmm. Um, I work at Procter & Gamble. Mm-hmm. I am a uh, essential employee. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so basically I supervise a bunch of contractors. Um, the contractors work on the, um, production line. Nice. Making, making the product and and I kind of supervise the contractors. If the machine breaks down, I fix it. Uh, um, basically I'm a technician. I'm I'm a technician. Including Um, toilet paper. (laughs) Yes. Toilet paper. (laughs) Don't come to my house asking for it. I have it, but I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> um, oh, no, um, but uh, yeah, toilet paper, deodorant, toothpaste. Nice. Uh, we do Gillette, so we make the razors. We make the, the good stuff. We have the good stuff. Yeah. Now, I mean, like, I use Harry's some too, but like, mm. I'm not going to lie. I've always kind of used Harry's. So I'm oh, like yeah. transitioning to Gillette now. Oh, yeah. Because I work there. And mm. so it's like, give, give me some time to like, <laughs> yeah. my, you know? But no, um, yeah, so all that good stuff, it's it's basically stuff that you you know you have to have. So Essentials. <laughs> Essentials. <laughs> but like I knew like when this whole thing went down, I knew we weren't gonna close. Just it. I was like, well, yeah. I guess I'm gonna still be working. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, super thankful to have a job. Yeah. Super, super thankful. But I was like, man, I could I could use a couple weeks off. Yeah. You know, just kinda You been pulling like killer shifts too, like night shifts, like Oh, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Like I'm on second shift right now. Right in the middle of my second shift. Run. Oh god! So it's two weeks first, two weeks third, two weeks second in that order. And, and then they like mess it up like that. Ugh. You know, I, I thought I would hate it. Yeah. I thought I would hate it, and then I started doing it. I was like, man, this isn't that bad. Okay. You know, sometimes you, you get in a job and then you get complacent. Yeah. And you're like working like, let's say you're working nine to five, mm-hmm. and um, basically, you know, you kind of get tired of that. Of that schedule, yeah, because it's like all the time you're always. It's doing just it. structured, it's like structured, right? Yeah. And, and so with this, I mean, there is a structure to it, mm-hmm. but there's a little bit of variance. Like it's like, okay, so two weeks you're on first, cool. Mm-hmm. Two weeks you're on third, mm-hmm. and it's just like it just switches it up. So really, honestly, it's not as bad as I thought it was. I yeah, don't have any yeah. trouble sleeping. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's been nice. Versus you know, teaching, where you just like work the rest of your life till you die. And no, like, okay. <laughs> hey, no, look, I have. I can tell you, yeah, my mom is oh, a God. retired teacher now. She worked in DPS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, I'm trying to remember how long it was. From the late 80s until... Just a few years ago, right? A few years ago, because she moved in, she's in Norfolk now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she taught in Norfolk for about three or four years. Yeah. And she just retired this year. Nice, nice. So, so she's like done, done. She's done, done, but she retired, and then now she's on Corona House arrest. Ah. So, <laughs> so like, oh man, I'm going to retire, I'm going to do all these things. Yeah. Corona. And at the beach, it's like... And at oh. the beach, it's like you can't even go to the beach, so it's like... That, that's got to suck. But yeah. she's got the rest of her life to yeah. enjoy, and, nice. and that's awesome. I mean, like teaching is a is a very rewarding yeah. job, I'm sure you know. Um, yeah, increase our pay. <laughs> I'm 100% for that. Uh, I think teachers should be paid more than lawyers, mm-hmm. so that's just me. 
Somebody, somebody <laughs> might get upset with that. This is not a sponsorship, but... <laughs> this is not a sponsorship. I am not sponsoring anything. But, oh, gosh. But I, no, I really do, because, I mean, yeah. think about it. Without, without teachers, you don't have lawyers. You literally don't without have anything. Without teachers, you don't have anything. You yeah. have nothing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, why they're so underpaid, I don't know. I can't tell you. I've been advocating for that my whole life. We appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Well, well, thank you. I, yeah, but no. it's crazy. No. So, food and music. How did you get into them? Like I said, uh, wow, we got off track, didn't we? Yeah, um, it's cool. Food, I was born, like I said. Um, yeah. No, I just, I mean, I'm from the South, man. Yeah. Like, anybody who's from the South knows you we can't live, just, breathe, yeah. and eat food. Yeah. Starches. Good food. Like, it can't just be. Cholesterol, <laughs> heart attack, you know. Yeah. But, like, but we, you know, it's just, when you're from the South, I mean, there's a lot of, like, Southern food, cornbread, oh, you know. God, just yes. all that stuff. You, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and, um, it's like a food category. You're born into it, really, I think. Yeah. I mean, now, it's different everywhere. Like, obviously, you know, in, like, New England or out west, you know, they have their own traditional food yeah. styles. Um, unsweet tea. Unsweet tea. Like, who? God. I don't even get me started on that. That's, like, one of my biggest pet. Why even drink it? It's exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it really, you know, when you're born in the South, it's just food is, is, is like, one of the key pillars of yeah. everyday life. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I just, yeah, I, I love food. Yeah. <laughs> You're also a bourbon guy. How did you uh, get into the whole bourbon thing? Okay, so I, I, I say I'm a bourbon guy. I prefer bourbon over all other forms of alcohol. However, I am no expert. I'm not even close to an expert. <laughs> My favorite bourbon is Jefferson Reserve. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's, it's kind of an inch... I would consider it an entryway bourbon maybe, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, like, I, I'm, not, I'm not a connoisseur. I gotcha. just, uh, Jefferson Reserve is my favorite. It's, gotcha. It's, um, usually if there's like a big occasion to celebrate, mm-hmm. I usually buy Jefferson Reserve. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I actually, I don't go on my, I don't, I, I actually haven't had any bourbon in a couple, couple weeks. It's been a while. Actually, You've been quarantined with no bourbon? Well, no, I, I was at, well, I do have bourbon, <laughs> yeah. but, so I know yeah. it's there. It's like, yeah. It's like a comfort blanket yeah. type thing. <laughs> exactly. But like, no, no, but, um. Actually, I've kind of been drinking a little rum lately. Okay. It, it just, I don't know, maybe it's like a taste changing thing. Like, I yeah. still love bourbon, don't yeah. I think? Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like I'm kind of exploring other stuff. Okay. Won't touch tequila. Don't ask. Uh, yeah. <laughs> plenty of terrible experiences with that. Oh, gosh. Um, but, yeah, rum. I've I've been doing a lot of rum and coke lately. Nice. It's, it's nice. good. I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's just, uh, like, like, it's not as harsh as bourbon. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. So if it's you're just kind of looking for something that's really smooth, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's not as harsh. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's and it's good to switch it up a little while. Like yeah. we were talking about with the work schedule, you know, yeah. every once in a while you want to switch yeah. it up. It's a good thing to do. So. I feel like rum's really universal too. Like you can do rum and coke, you can add like Sprite, do something tropical. Oh and yeah, like, it's it's best with tropical. Oh yeah. I yeah. think somebody was telling me, I can't remember when it was. Somebody tried rum in Baja Blast. Oh. Said it was good, but I don't know. I haven't yeah. tried it yet. That sounds really um, good. But it kind of sounds like my alley. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I'll do it tonight. Yeah. I don't know. I had some mojitos for uh, Cinco de Mayo. That was really good, too. Ooh, yeah. I got, I, I was Cinco de Quarantine on that uh, day. Actually, I also had to work. That was a night shift. Uh, was it, when was that? Two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, I was on night shift. Yeah. Crap. So I didn't yeah. really get to do much. I think we made uh, taco bowls. Yeah, that's basically. You know, yeah. but every Cinco de Mayo, I usually go to El Vallarta. Oh, yeah. And I will 
sponsor you will. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, What's your go-to meal there? Oh my god, everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Like El Vallarta is. I have been to a bunch of Mexican places, and mm-hmm. I even know people outside of Danville mm-hmm. who have gone to, you know, just different Mexican places that are grown up around you know Mexican restaurants in certain areas. Yeah. And have said they have never had anything like El Vallarta. Like, yeah, it's really fresh, and, really and, authentic. Right, like, right. Yeah. And, and, and the cool thing is too, there's a guy at work. Uh, that I work with in Greensboro, mm-hmm. who he asked me where I was from. I said Danville. He's like, "Oh, you know that Mexican place on the hill?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool, they know me. Oh, I mean, exactly. They know me, like, you know." But no, um, I really miss that about Cinco de Mayo mm-hmm. this year. I always go to Alabama. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go this year, so I was kind of sad. Yeah. So you're also a drummer. How did that uh, start? Oh man. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to bang on pots and pans with spoons. We all did. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I just took it a little too far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, I just kept going, kept playing, and uh, I remember when I was in fifth grade, um, the uh, middle school Gibson uh, band teacher yeah. came to recruit. Mm-hmm. You know, they would take you in the cafeteria if you wanted to do it. You signed a paper. Yeah. Um, and like intro to band or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they asked me like, "So what do you want to do?" I said, "Drums." Mm-hmm. They said, "Okay, well, you have to have a backup instrument in case, you know." you don't pass the test because what, what, what the, what the uh, music instructor would do, her name was, oh my God, what was her name? Miss Thomas, I think. That was her name? Right. I believe it's been so long, I can't yeah. remember. But um, she came into school and for the drums, she would make rhythm pattern, patterns mm. on the table and you had to mimic them. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. it was really neat. And because at the time, I didn't know how to read music. Mm-hmm. And, um, she asked me before we started. She goes, "No, not ever." She goes, "Drums the most popular instrument that everyone wants." Yeah, to do. especially in middle school. Exactly. Like, yeah. And she said, "If you don't get it, because so many people want to do it, mm-hmm. what do you want to do? What What other instrument do you want to play?" I said, "I don't want to play anything else." So like, like it was like, the drums are bust, and she said, "Okay." <laughs> she said, "Okay," and so she um, did all the rhythms and stuff, and I copied her, and she was like, "Well, you nailed every single one." Oh yeah, and I was like, it was written in the stars, right it there. It was written in the stars. Like, <laughs> that's that was, and so I got my first snare drum, and from that moment on, no one in my house ever had peace, <laughs> including my wife now, because I have a ridiculous drum set. But the terrible. setup is so sweet. Like I spent some time on it. I thought about it. Yeah. Um, we just moved into a new house, and so the upstairs. It's kind of weird. It's it's like one of those old school. 50s houses it's kind of yeah. weird like yeah. it's, it's been modernized like yeah. the house is modernized wooden floors mm-hmm. uh, you know new appliances stuff like that but like it's it's um like the wall structure and things like that yeah it's yeah. very unique it's got mm-hmm. like a lot of char- it's got a lot of character yeah and so um, the upstairs is just basically one room and a bathroom right there's no hallways there's mm-hmm. just one room and a bathroom that's pretty cool but the one room is siphoned off into two separate rooms oh okay so the room in the very back it's like where all my records are, mm-hmm. where my computer is, all that good stuff, you know, all my collectibles, all that mm-hmm. cool stuff, uh, TV, video games. Yeah. Uh, but the room in the front, neck, and, and that's where the bathroom is as well, there's this little sunken end spot in the room. Mm-hmm. And I had a feeling when we were about to move into the house, I was like, I think my drums will fit perfectly here. And my wife was like, I don't know, it's kind of small. Yeah. <laughs> and when we moved in there and I put them in there, it literally fits perfect. Like drums are bust. Drums are bust. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle. It yeah. really is a lifestyle. Like it's, it's either all or nothing. Yeah. Drums, man. It's nice. how it goes. Yeah. So you're also the king of like playlists and like <laughs> all things. Like he DJed my housewarming party. Like, I did. Yeah. 
How'd you get into like playlists and like making like oh boy curated I mean, like list of music? I mean, just a lot of it. A lot of it was my dad, mm-hmm. um, and my mom too. Uh, mm-hmm. But but a lot of my dad because you know he was a musician growing up, and his brother was a musician growing up, mm-hmm. and their sister was a musician growing up, mm-hmm. and it was just like um, just kind of passed down, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so my dad, you know, when I was when I was when I was in third grade. You know, everybody was listening to Pink, Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> God, I've got Will Smith. Snoop Dogg. I don't know. And yeah, I, yeah. I like all these artists too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. like, but it was funny because I was like going to school. I was like, man, have you, have you, have you guys ever heard of Billy Joel? And yeah. Like, who? Pink Floyd? <laughs> Pink, Pink Floyd? Do, do you know who that is? <laughs> who is he? Oh, now, now my blood's going. Mm. No, I was like, Led Zeppelin? Sometimes people knew who the Beatles were because yeah. the Beatles, you know. Yeah. But like, I was listening to all this stuff. Nobody knew what it was at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You know, now as our generation's gotten older, yeah. we've kind of gone back and appreciated a lot of the older stuff too. Although a lot of people didn't know who Paul McCartney was until he came out with like Kanye. Oh my God, when he was on that song with, it was him and Rihanna. Yeah, and four or five seconds. Four or five yeah. seconds, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I saw a tweet one day that was like, this Paul McCartney dude about to blow up. <laughs> I was like, I almost like just, I just shut my computer and I just walked away. Just like delete the internet from here. <laughs> Um, I was so sad. I was like, oh my god. Oh god. You've never heard of Paul McCartney? Like, even heard of him? Like, you wouldn't have to know That's the music. thing, yeah. Like, you've never heard of the guy. And it's just like, oh, well, okay. Even, like, getting the wrong band, I would have excused it, but, like... Right, now, if they had said, oh, Paul McCartney, is he the bass player in uh, Pink Floyd? Yeah. Okay, you're, you're close. Close, yeah. You're close. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> wrong I'm, decade. Yeah, but, I can forgive that. Yeah. But, you know... Yeah. So, you've been listening to the new Jason Isbell album. Tell yeah. us about it. Yeah. So, a lot of people don't realize who, or haven't, I mean, they, they, they've heard of Jason Isbell song mm. before in their life, but they mm. probably didn't know that's who it was. And it's called Resolution. Uh, Reunions. Reunions. Reunions, yeah. Yes. And so, um, yeah, so he's, he's kind of Americana, uh, more traditionalist mm-hmm. country, southern yeah. rock kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Texas Red Dirt, I think they call it, like something like that. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of it's it's very it's very like rootsy. Yeah. Um, kind of in the same wheelhouse as like I don't know if you know Sterl Simpson mm-hmm. or uh, yeah. Tyler Childers or yeah. things like that. Oh yeah, American. Um, Jason, Jason's been at it for a long time. He was in Drive By Truckers. Do you remember I, that band? No, I didn't know that either. They're yeah. pretty good. Yeah. He was he some of the best songs he wrote in that band. Okay. But yeah. check them out. Yeah. Uh, they're good. Um, but. Um, yeah, he uh, has written a lot of great songs. He's been around since the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's really good. It's, it's really mm-hmm. good. He actually... So he he, does, he has a lot of acoustic stuff. Mm-hmm. And he does like a lot of love songs. He does a lot of like storytelling. He's a yeah. really good storyteller. Yeah. Um, a lot of people compare him to Dylan and Springsteen. I, like, that's and, and, and they, be, yeah. For a long time, you know, when someone would say that, it'd be like, oh, no way. You know, yeah. Dylan and Springsteen, you know, they're they're... Two of the best songs. I can see Springsteen. Yeah. But like, there are actually publications like Pitchfork mm-hmm. and Stereo Gum and like Spin and things like that that are that are like comparing him to Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen. Now. He's getting there. Not everybody, hardly anyone gets compared to Bob Dylan. Yeah. Bruce that's an honor. And yeah. Like and, 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 if you, to be. and if you like listen to his songs, it's like, he can tell, I mean, it's just the storytelling, his yeah. storytelling abilities are like insane. And his writing is insane. Yeah. Um, he's a good, he's a great guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, his 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 music is just like 
it grabbed me. Like when yeah. I first heard it, I was like, I think I heard one of his songs uh, from like 2015, 2013 or something. Yeah. I was at my parents' house and I was watching Later with Jules Holland. You mm-hmm. ever seen that? Yeah. Um, and he popped up on there and he was mm-hmm. playing a song. And I was like, who is this? Yeah. And so I went on Spotify and I started like looking through his stuff and then I started diving down the rabbit hole, you know, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh my God, how have I never like... Yeah. I mean, I knew who he was and I listened mm-hmm. to Drive By Truckers, but I kind of lost track of him after he left the band. Yeah. And then I kind of picked it back up and I was like, oh my God, I've really been missing out. This guy's no. great. So what other albums have you like really listened to this year that have really struck you? What sucks is, not only is has coronavirus like disrupted like movies and stuff but it's also yeah. disrupted like music schedules yeah and so no one is immune mm-hmm. uh, and um I really like this is gonna come as no surprise to anyone who knows me I really love Tame Impala's <laughs> I don't have to tell you guys how good I think it is um it's really good uh you ever listen to The Strokes yes The Strokes new album great really my I might get. I will get crucified for this by like diehard Strokes fans. Mm-hmm. I think it's their best album. Really? Yeah. People will probably be very upset to hear that. <laughs> it is their best album. I yeah. think personally, it's really good. No. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've been really. Oh, Haley Williams. Yeah, she just released Paramore. something. Yeah, she released an incredible album. Okay. Doesn't and sound we'll anything like that out. Really? Doesn't sound. Anything. It's like it's kind of like. Well, she's an incredible singer and songwriter she's, anyway. Dude, yeah, she's got a voice. Yeah. People don't really, people think, when they think Paramore, I think a lot of times people think, oh, pop punk from the 2000s, eyeliner, yeah. emo. Yeah. No, nah, man, she is, that, that, well, the band, if you listen to their last album, the band is way more than that. Now. They've like, they've, mm-hmm. they've gone like a talking heads route now, kind yeah. of. Mm-hmm. It's like an 80s new yeah. wave mm-hmm. talking heads thing. Uh, but her new album's kind of like that too. Okay. Uh, a little bit darker. Yeah, just her going through some personal stuff. Yeah, just like more mature stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. but it's yeah. it's great. It caught yeah. me off guard because I heard some of the singles and I was like, this is really good. Yeah, and then I heard the album and I was like, whoa. Yeah, like, this is Haley. <laughs> yeah. I did not expect that. Yeah. yeah, so she's check it out if you can. It's really good. We were kind of talking before this about how the quarantine has affected like creatives and musicians. What's your opinion on that? I've been reading a lot about that, uh, especially on Reddit. Um, mm-hmm. I've been reading about how you know there are a lot of up and coming musicians, mm-hmm. you know, that have, let's just say they just like inked to like a recording contract or something. Mm-hmm. And they haven't even like put anything out yet. And um, they can't record. They can't go into the studio. Mm-hmm. They can't tour. And just he, and unfortunately, in today's society, touring is where you make your money. Yeah. Because albums don't sell like they used to, streaming doesn't pay. Yeah. Shame on Spotify. Could pay a whole lot more than yeah. they do. But um, yeah, no. I mean, artists make a lot of their money through touring mm-hmm. and through shows. Yeah, and they can't do that right now. And honestly, that will probably be one of the last things to come back. Probably so. Or like um, things like entertainment stuff, like the movies or mm-hmm. or concerts. Because I mean, no, they're not essential. But I think in a lot of ways, to a lot of people. They kind of are essential. Yeah, like they they are because they're they're like an exit from everyday. It's what's pulling us through this. Yeah, Netflix, movies, like watching TV, listening to albums. And and look, I love Netflix, but you can only sit on the couch and watch TV for so long until you have lost your mind, and it's just like I can't do this anymore. Like I have watched, I have probably gone through like four shows already. Yeah, one of them 
unfortunately being Tiger King. Oh, God. Like, pressured and watched <laughs> by everyone around me. And I finally gave in. <laughs> and I've come to the conclusion that they're all just terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> Carol all Baskin. Horrible, terrible people. Especially Carol Baskin. Hope you hear this, Carol. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can cuss on this podcast, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it's all good. You already know what I'm going to say. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, it was a weird show. Yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah. It was entertaining. You know, it's part of the experience of it's life. Part of, yeah, it's part yeah. of the experience. And yeah. when everybody gets into it and you start seeing all the memes on Facebook, you're like, well, I don't understand any of this, so now mm. I have to watch it. Yeah. Like, for sure. It makes no sense. I'm seeing yeah. all these pictures of Carol Baskin. I'm like, who, who the hell is Carol Baskin? Mm. Like, I don't know what this is. Like, so I guess I have to watch it now. So. You get sucked into it. Yeah. But on a serious note, I have loved how musicians have been doing like these uh, stay at home concerts mm-hmm. and like these yeah. cover videos and stuff like that. Like, what's yeah. your input on that? I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, I wish they made money from it. I know. It would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Tip musicians. like. But it's cool because they don't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the first people to really start doing that was Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah. He mm-hmm. started doing just like a, a, a daily mm-hmm. series where he would, he would take requests on the stream mm-hmm. and he would be like, hey, what do you guys want to hear today? I'll play mm-hmm. like five songs, whatever I see, you know, from the suggestion, from the comments and stuff, I'll mm-hmm. play and so he started doing that, and um, I think that also picked up steam with a lot of other artists. And then they've been doing the um, charity ones, where they have like a bunch of yeah. artists go in and like sing one song. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I saw the Lumineers like helping a lot with that too. Yeah, like, giving yeah, back I, to like. I can't remember which one they were on. I remember they were on one. Uh, I know Dave Grohl had one. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought uh, they did times like these. Yeah, and like Chris Martin from Coldplay was on there. Mm-hmm. And, I've seen covers of like We Are the World. And yeah, like yeah, things like that. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it, I mean, I think it's a great idea. I think so. Because I've watched a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've spent a lot of time watching, you know, like artist stream stuff. Yeah. Um, and I guess to a point, they probably do make a little money from like YouTube view mm-hmm. counts. Yeah. Um, but again, I think a lot of like streaming services like YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music should probably pay their artists. Especially during these times, considerably more, yeah, yeah, and and, and like it just, it, I, I hate that they're not getting paid for like their art, yeah. But at the same time, you know, they could, they would probably say, well, if I could, you know, I would still create this even if I wasn't getting paid. I mean, that's part of being an artist, you know. Yeah. Even if yeah. you're not getting paid, you still create because I mean, there's yeah. tons of people that I know that are musicians or they're like painters mm. or you know just creators in general. I got a friend that wrote an entire book. That's registered with the Library of Congress. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. It's really cool. I knew he had written it. Zach Glass. Yeah. Wrote, I think it's the book's called The Hero's Return. I read it a couple years ago. It's been yeah, a I remember when it came out. Um, like it was a big thing. I have an autograph copy. <laughs> um, but no, no, he, he did that and he went through all the steps. He was. We moved in together in 2013 and we lived mm-hmm. downtown mm-hmm. in the lofts. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's where we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I remember him having this giant stack of papers, which was like his rough draft of the book. Yeah. He worked on it for like five years, maybe. He's one of those people, like, he's just like a multi-talented creative. Oh, yeah. He's he's super, super creative. He can can sing. He can play guitar. He can play keyboards. He writes. He can write. He can draw. He did all the artwork for his book. Yeah. Shout out to that. I think he told me he's made, and I don't know, I don't know. The exact numbers. He made a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. From it, which is cool. Yeah. But I think because I don't think he had the intention of he like had no intention yeah. of, of it. You know, and it was like we all, you know, all of our, our friends from the friend group, you know, we all bought copies. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and um, it was really cool because 
I don't even know how he went about getting it registered with the Library of Congress. Okay. I have no idea how that happened. And maybe mm. I'm wrong about that. I think I'm. I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. We'll have to check and see, but yeah, I check think and see. So. I think you can buy it on Amazon. Yeah, I know there's yeah, definitely you can buy on, Amazon. Still buy it on Amazon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So check it out if you like sci-fi because mm. mm. that's what it is. Uh, it's like a sci-fi novel. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's really, it's really good. Yeah. I, I read it in like two days. I just like blew through it. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, and I but I think if he hadn't made money, he still would have done it. Anyway. Yeah, Zach's just that guy where he did, I mean, because like, it's, it's, it's something you can be proud of. You, yeah. got, you, you made something that you wanted to make. You mm-hmm. accomplished something, and um, something to be proud of. Yeah. It's an achievement, mm-hmm. whether or not you make money from it or not. Who cares? You know. Yeah. Um, so I th- I always I admired I admire him for doing that. Yes. Yeah. You must have to go through a lot. Oh gosh. To get them. and it's it's a paperback. I yeah. think you can get it on Kindle too. Mm-hmm. But to go through all that stuff to get all the licensing, yeah. and all that stuff, that just it plus the revisions, like, the editing. Oh gosh, it seems like so much. Yeah, like but you know when 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 you want to do something, set your mind to it. Yeah, you know you do it. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So of course, in these quarantine quarantine times no, too. Quarantine quarant- times. Quarantine times. Yeah. You got that right. <laughs> During these quarantine times, people have been grilling a lot more too. Uh, have you thrown anything on the grill lately? I actually haven't. Work schedule's been crazy. Oh, yeah. So I really I haven't really had yeah. much of a chance. You know, yeah. it's like, well, now that it's warm, I have to cut grass again. Yeah. And then, yeah. although I haven't cut it yet this year because Amanda's beaten it to me twice. <laughs> um, but it's mostly because of my schedule. Because, like, when I'm on night shift and the grass needs to be cut, it's like I have to wake up and basically get ready for work. Yeah. I don't want to, like, wear myself out before I go mm-hmm. all night. It's just, it's tough. Yeah. But, like, I'm going to, you're probably, probably going to cut grass this weekend. Probably I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Unfortunately, I hate thinking about it. But um, anyway, no, it's it's um, it just I, I haven't really had a lot of time to do it. Yeah. Um, I am in the process of saving up to buy like a really nice smoker. Nice. I borrowed my dad's a few years ago. I think yeah. he came over. Yeah. Time. Was that last summer where you were like really just like grilling out oh, smoking? Oh we did that so much. I think it was we did grill out a lot last summer. Yeah. Um, but the summer before that. We were using the smoker a lot. Yeah, we Lady Asterdays. Yeah, yeah, the Lady Asterdays. Um, we probably smoked something once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Like we would just go buy like yeah. all this food, and we'd just it'd be like a Tuesday night. Yeah, you know, and like we'd start the smoker like early in the morning before we went to work. Mm-hmm. And we'd come back, getting the crew together, and just like yeah, everybody out. would yeah. have food. So yeah. it was cool. Um, smoking is, a, is is much different from grilling, obviously, but well, not, I won't say much different, but yeah, it's a little different. Just um, technique and how you do yeah, it. Yeah, te- technique is big. But I'm, I'm hoping now that it's warm and everything's slowing down, once everything can just kind of get back to normal mm-hmm. and, you know, we can start having, like, yeah. cookouts and stuff and people can come over. Yeah. And we'll start. I'll yeah. definitely be picking up the, the tongs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Add some stuff to Ben Burgers, your other... Uh... Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, so I got bored one day and I was like, man, I really love cheeseburgers. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna create an Instagram. You ever seen? Have, okay, have you ever seen? Uh, you know what Barstool is? I don't. Barstool Sports. So the guy that runs the company, uh, Dave Portnoy, he mm-hmm. has a pizza ranking thing. I saw where you were doing that too. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. and so I was like, I could do this with burgers. Yeah. And it didn't get. I mean, I got maybe a couple months of it started, mm-hmm. and then the coronavirus hit and yeah. it derailed a lot of my plans. Yeah. In a lot of places I wanted to go eat. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's um it's it's been it's pretty cool. I yeah. love going different places and trying different food, but I yeah. really love burgers. Yeah. And would you believe the best burger I've rated so far was here in Danville? Really? Yes. 
Which spot? Unfortunately, they're not around anymore. Ah. Uh, 616. Yeah. They had a burger, and when I saw it on the menu, it was like it was calling my name. Yeah. Not only do I love burgers, mm-hmm. I also love Pulp Fiction. Oh. Do you know where this is going? Yes. The burger was called the Royale Cheese. I saw that. <laughs> and I would sit here and quote that entire section of the movie for you, but I'm not going to bore you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, um, it was called the Royale Cheese. And let me, let me pull it off of my phone real quick. I got to show it to you because it, it is literally a sight to be seen. It is the most ridiculous looking overkill burger you've ever seen, but it was the best tasting thing I've ever eaten. Here in Danville with a population of like 45,000 people. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the thing. It's like, and, and 616 was super underrated. Yeah. You hear a lot of people talk about it. But no. like, yeah. I always thought it was great. Yeah. Um, so here it is. Oh, it looks It delicious. even looks nice. Like, they presented yeah. it to you nice. Yeah. But it had, let's see, I wrote down what it had on it. It said, it had, okay, house-made pimento cheese, thick-cut applewood smoked bacon, duck confit. Oh, God. Mushrooms, sunny-side-up egg, garlic aioli on a brioche bun. That's like royalty right there. What, what, what can you... Yeah, royal cheese. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what could you want? Although like, I've never had like that. a stack of it right oh, there. Oh, God. And it was like medium rare. Oh, my God. So perfect. Was, yeah. I, was, I was in heaven. One of, I couldn't yeah. finish it. One of our other spots got uh, closed because of COVID, too. Uh, Chuck's in Raleigh, the place I was telling you about. Yeah. Oh, no, really? Yeah, they closed for good. Yeah. We'll replace it with something else, though. We'll find something else. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when you said Chuck's, I was thinking Chuck's and Dan. Oh, like, God. No, no, we would have, like, there would have been a riot. I would have rioted. Yeah. I would have gone in there and started it up myself. They've been killing it with their, like, food Oh, my stuff. God. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. If you don't know about Chuck's, please go see them. Yeah. Because they have, I'm going to leave that topic alone. Yeah. I have a dog in that fight. I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to. We'll keep it unbiased. Because yeah, we'll keep the... it unbiased. We'll keep it unbiased. But Chuck's is great. Yeah. Check them out. Yeah. 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 So, how do food and music help you express yourself creatively? Well, um, it kind of gives you a platform to talk about something you love, mm-hmm. um, especially with with food too. Because you know, I've been kind of getting into like a lot of cooking shows lately. So oh, I've, been, yeah. I've been kind of like browsing through like Netflix and finding stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's really neat because you can express your creativity through food or music. Yeah, um, both. It was like, I don't care what anyone says. People say food's meant to be eat, eaten. Yes, it is. That's true. Yeah. But it can also be an art. It have is an art. Have you Have yeah. you watched some of these shows? Yeah. Where they like make something that looks delicious, mm-hmm. but then they put it in front of you. It's like, man, I don't even want to eat that. Yeah. It looks too nice to eat. Yeah. And so that, that's kind of cool. It's almost like you, whoever thought about doing something like that definitely gets an A plus in my book because it's like, not only are you cooking good food, but you're also making art out of it. Yeah. Which is so cool. Like, I don't know. That to me, that's always been really neat. How people can like make different foods and then make it look like they actually had this like preconceived idea of how they wanted it to be and how they wanted to pr- present it. Yeah. And it's just it's really neat. Like the presentation and just like present it to you for like having folks over for dinner parties and stuff like that. Yeah, like, and then you like bring out this like immaculate yeah. thing and they're like, ooh, yeah, you know. That was the biggest thing I was most excited for when I got the house. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah but then Corona, but you know. <laughs> uh, Trust me, you weren't alone. I think everybody's plans yeah. got yeah. got a little yeah. turned sideways. But and then music, music, it self self explanatory. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can get like the feel of a song uh, through like the melody or the rhythm, mm-hmm. um, especially the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I probably speak for a lot of people right now when I say there are some songs that you grew up with that without them, you know, mm-hmm. who knows 
Yeah, exactly. You know, songs that have gotten you through tough times. Yeah, you know, and it's like that. That speaks in itself. Like you can hear a song. Like a, a, a song is like a time machine. Ooh. You know, and this is okay. Okay, I thought I told you this before, but I don't know. It's kind of a little theory I've been drumming up, but I'm sure somebody else has come up with it. But mm. in my mind, a song a song is like a time machine. It can take you back to like a specific place in time okay. in your life. Yeah. And sometimes I make playlists. You talk about playlists. Yeah. I make playlists based off of each year. Okay. So like I have a 2011, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, oh, okay. 17. Yeah, yeah. And I group all the songs that I discovered that year mm-hmm. that I liked. It's like your end of the year decade. I mean, um, kind of. And then I use it to like make the list of my yeah. favorite albums yeah. thing, which <laughs> about six months ago, I was going to put out my favorite albums of the decade, of the last decade. Mm. I'm still working on it. Hey, a it's decade. Because it's so hard. Yeah. To like, I can't, like, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to narrow it down. At first, I wanted to do 100, and I realized oh, that's God. way too ambitious, <laughs> and I would never finish it. Yeah. Um, then I was like, okay, I'll do 50. And then I was like, that's still a lot. I don't know if I want to do that much. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm sitting at 30. Okay, that's a good number. And I've got, like, 45 to 50 that I could put in there. Okay. Some are locked in. Yeah. Some aren't. Yeah. The ones that aren't are the ones that are giving me hell right now because I'm yeah. trying to figure out how to like finish the list. Mm-hmm. And was this album really better than this album? Yeah. But what about this song? What about this song? It's, it's never yeah. Right. And music is constantly changing to like, constantly yeah. like you know how like you you base a lot of sounds off of like decades. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that I really liked about the last decade of music is that there was no like dominant sound. That's true. And I I've told people this. Some people agree with me. Some people don't. The last, the, the previous decade, the 2010s, might be the best decade ever for music. Oh, that's really ambitious. <laughs> if, except the 70s. Okay. 70s okay. win every time. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you had Led Zeppelin, you had mm-hmm. Motown, mm-hmm. you had Michael Disco. Jackson. You had, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, had, <laughs> you had, like, yeah. the country stars, like Dolly yeah. Parton, you had, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I get it. Yeah. You know, it was just all. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like a time where, mm-hmm. like, if you look at music from the '80s onward, a lot of it really draws back to the '70s. I mean, yeah. and, and the '60s were kind of like the prototype for the '70s. So it's mm-hmm. I could go on on. Yeah, but was it you who made the analogy that like the '50s set the table, but then the '60s brought the meal, and then yeah, yeah. could yeah. you explain that? <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I said. It was, it was like one beautiful. of those things. I know it was one of those things that I said, and then I think I put it on Facebook. And now I've forgotten exactly. Yeah, I think you shared an article. It was like, okay, I think it was like the 50s set the table, the 60s brought the appetizers, the Mm. 70s was the main course. Yeah. The 80s was dessert, the 90s was like an experimental recipe. Yeah. And then we've been eating leftovers ever since. Tasty leftovers. Yeah. Not bad leftovers. Okay, yeah. Like post Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh, like the best. But, But even with that analogy, like, the 2010s were interesting because if there was a sound you wanted to find, mm-hmm. you can find it. Yeah. You want to find a band that sounds like an 80s hair metal band? Okay, yeah, there's probably a thousand out there. There's a lot of like genre bending like nowadays, which yeah. I love. There's yeah. no, well, the, everything overlaps now. Mm-hmm. Like genres are kind of dead. Yeah. Like, and I mean, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Yeah. But it's interesting to me because like, like I said, literally anything you want to find. You want to you want to listen to like good R and B? Okay, you've got like Frank Ocean. You've got you know, you could go as far as some of Beyonce stuff. You know, yeah. Anybody, you know, yeah. um, any of that. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to listen to like 
like 60s psychedelia. Okay, you got Tame Impala, you yeah. got uh, Pong, MGMT, yeah. MGMT, all these other bands. You want to listen to pop, Ariana Grande, boom. You want to listen to, and then a lot of older artists are still making music. Paul yeah. McCartney's still coming up with albums. Yeah. Um, you want to listen to metal, Mastodon. Yeah. You want to listen to, I mean, I don't know, I'm just throwing names out there. Uh, but it's all there. Yeah. And then anything that you can't find from the last decade, which mm. so far, I don't think there's anything I couldn't find. Mm. It's there anyway. Go back yeah. and listen to it. It's cool how you're seeing like other musicians and like nowadays musicians like Lana Del Rey. You're seeing elements of like Janis Joplin, and then from her, you're yes, seeing like yes, Lord and like Billie Eilish and like it's Billie Eilish. She is like she's interesting. Yeah. Because I can't say I've ever heard anything like that. Before. She's incredible. Like I thought like, it I really was loved, a lot. I, I yeah. Loved her album. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. But like I, I just like. It's so hard nowadays mm-hmm. to come up with something new. Yeah. There's only so many chords, mm-hmm. you know. There's only so you know. There's only so much you can do before things start to get kind of recycled a little bit. Yeah. But Billy was like, "Watch she, this." I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still pop music. Yeah. But it's kind of got some alternative. Oh yeah. A little bit of rock. Yeah. You know, just elements of it. And she can strip it down to like acoustic, and, and it she's is. Got a great voice. Oh yeah. I mean, she's got. A, Really good voice, mm-hmm. and it's just interesting to me because like I have I do not like I don't really know who to compare it to. Yeah, there's not really much. Maybe the closest thing would be Lord, maybe. Yeah, but like because you mentioned Lord, so I got to think about that. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's there's I don't know. Come back, Lord. By the way, <laughs> she put out some good stuff. She's, she's got some good music. Yeah, yeah. I, I find that I'm hit and miss with her sometimes. Yeah, but she does have some really good songs. Yeah, um, but yeah, like there's nothing. Lord kind of was set the table for Billy Eilish. Yeah, happen, yeah. Kind of. And now, however, whoever thinks better, that's, you know, do it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think they're both good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it's just, I don't think I've ever really heard anything like her before. No, I wouldn't say so either. Um, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, any advice for up-and-coming musicians or grillers or people who are just trying to find their way? Man, just with, well, as far as music, just practice. Yeah. <laughs> like, the best thing to do, and like, I, I took uh, orchestra. I was in the GW Symphonic Orchestra, mm-hmm. uh, or the symphony, not the symphonic orchestra, but the symphony. Yeah. Um, and I was in symphonic band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in all of that for, let's see, 2002, 2002 to 2009. Okay. So I did like orchestra and. Seven and years. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, I was a uh, principal player in orchestra for a while. Nice. Like, yeah. And, but, but, but you don't get that in the practice, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. So, yeah. Like, just practice, and and you don't have like, honestly, a lot of people will tell you, you know, you don't read music, blah blah blah. Yeah. That's kind of an elitist thing. Don't, you don't have to read music mm. to, to be to a good play musician. To be a yeah. good musician, that's 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 a myth. Yeah. But it does help. I mean, mm. it help, like I can read music. You know, it helps. But like, do I sit down on my drum set and take out sheet music and play it? No. Hell no. No. No, I put on headphones and I listen to my yeah, favorite bands yeah. and I play the music. So it's like that's how a lot of people and I think a lot of like famous musicians will tell you, put on your favorite album and try to play along to it. Mm-hmm. That's how I started. Like yeah. when I got my first drum set, I put on like I think the first song I ever learned to play was I don't even remember what it was, maybe like a Van Halen song. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I yeah. put I put it on and I just tried to mimic it. I yeah. listened to it a few times and I played it and then you get it. Yeah. You know? Um Deep listening's an art form that needs to come back. Just like listening to an yeah. album and just like just shut just, off the world. Yeah, put on your headphone. Get a get, first off. I, if you're a music 
fan or lover, I cannot stress buying a good pair of headphones. Yeah. Like, AirPods are cool, whatever. Mm, yeah. Not what you want. No. <laughs> Get, like, the ones that, like, go on your like head. Like, studio headphones. Studio headphones, like, yeah. those ones. Oh, God. That's yeah. one of those ones I have. I love them. Yeah. And, like, you can hear stuff that you can't, that you don't really appreciate mm-hmm. when you're not listening to Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you're a big musician, definitely get you a good, like, a good headphone setup. If yeah. you vinyl, get a great vinyl setup. I just mm-hmm. upgraded mine recently. Nice. You know, invest in it. Because yeah. it helps, mm-hmm. you know. And especially, like, if you play, like, if you're more like a guitar or, like, a melody uh, mm-hmm. concentrated instrument. Being able to clearly hear everything. Like the chords. The chord, and I mean, yeah, you can, but if you can't read music, you know, you go online and look at it, you're like, what is this? I don't know. Yeah. You know, sometimes it helps just listening to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, definitely invest in good sound equipment, too. Gotcha, yeah. So, yeah. Going back to what you said about, like, uh, music and stuff and, like, sounding good, like, people forget that, like, Nirvana, like, their intention was not to sound good. Like, oh, God. They just wanted to make music. Yeah, and, like, Kurt Cobain didn't give... You can say it. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, well, Kurt Cobain didn't give a about how he sounded. I mean, the dude had no intentions of blowing up. None at all. And look what happened to him. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't, that was a bad choice of words. Uh, <laughs> Just cut. Look what happened to his band. Yeah. I mean, the they, opposite of what they wanted. The opposite of what they, and nothing sounded like them at the time. Mm-hmm. And they were doing something that wasn't even popular. Yeah. So it was like, they never expected to get big. They didn't know they were going to be the next big thing. They went in their garage, put out their instruments, and, and just they like, played. yeah. And then they blew up. Because yeah. at the time, you know, it was like 80s hair metal and like yeah. new wave and stuff that was like yeah. dominating. And then the 90s come in, boom, yeah. grunge. Yeah. You got Nirvana, you got Pearl Jam. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you don't have to sound great. Mm-hmm. You don't have to play technical. You don't have to play fast. Yeah. You can play whatever you want. Just play, yeah. Don't, yeah, you, you can do whatever you want and. As long as you enjoy it mm-hmm. and you're making something that you're happy of and mm-hmm. you're proud of, who cares what anybody else yeah. does? Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Ben, for uh, sharing all this with us today. Yeah, I've been super glad to be here. This is, really, this is actually my first podcast ever. Oh, yeah. So, you killed it. Yeah, yeah, this is really cool. I enjoy your setup. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll be back on again. Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode.